0: Hi, Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. For nearly 30 years, I've been focused on helping advisors become the best both personally and professionally. This show is dedicated to sharing with you tools, tips, strategies, distinctions, things that are working now. I'd love for you to take a moment, and if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button and also the subscribe button so you get automatic updates. And if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you leave a positive review for us. Now, with that said, let's get to today's episode. Hi, it's your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. In this episode, I literally just got done with a week's worth of mastermind meetings uh, in Winter Park, Florida, and I thought we'd take this episode and just kind of do a little debrief, things that I learned, some observations that I made. And uh, my goal here is to hope that it adds value and uh, gives you some insights and maybe some uh, some food for thought. So that's to be our conversation today. But before we get into that, I just want to remind everybody that um, you know we have this beautiful situation uh, with Magellan Network Basic, uh, which is absolutely free content, free coaching, free forms, master classes, and there's a link here, uh, MagellanNetwork.net. It's just my gift back to the industry. There's no gotcha. It's everything you have access to. You have complete access to. So go check that out. And uh, with that said, let's uh, let's talk about what happened in Winter Park the past week. So my live mastermind groups meet live twice a year, uh, two retreats a year. So we do like a like a winter one and like a late summer early fall one. So I'm typically, you know, end of end of February, uh, end of September. And uh, so end of February, uh, we're here in Winter Park, Florida. And uh, we have two groups come down, uh, M4 and Elite. And these are two of my uh, three live groups that I do. And uh, always interesting, two, you know, 20, 20 rock star level financial advisors in both. Uh, so these are not like four or five people getting together, huddling around, having lunch. We're talking about multi-days. Like it's very, uh, you know, what we do is a very powerful process. So we're not talking about two or three people sitting around and, and thinking about things. We're talking about, basically 40 individuals in over two different sessions, right, two different groups, uh, talking about this. And, and it's always fascinating when you put a bunch of advisors together, and, and just for clarity, you know, these groups are not, well, they're all one firm, or they're all this or all that. It, I, you know, I build these like you would build a team, okay? How do we make people complementary to each other but different enough, right? So you want to have enough similarity that you all get along, but enough differential that you find yourself interesting, right? That's really a great mastermind. And a lot of coaches use mastermind as like code for training. Now this is pure, like everybody gets everybody gets 30 minutes of floor time, present what you wanna present. We, we go around the room, like I've got a really, really powerful process around that. And so over both groups, here are some distinctions that, we, that came out of those meetings. And these are no particular order, by the way. It's on, on the same page. It's a great time, number one. Uh, it's a great time to be a financial advisor now. Why do I say this? And remember, we're doing this in the midst of all the market shenanigans, you know, the volatility, everything's going on uh, in uh, in Eastern Europe. And uh, we all agreed, man, it's a great time to be a financial advisor, and it's going to get better over the next several years. Now, why do we say that? Well, let's look. Number one, we have all the boomers retiring. What's that? Money in motion. Number two, what else we have? We're going to have, based on various uh, industry studies uh, that I've seen, you know, we're going to lose two hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand financial advisors. So you know, I think almost a third of our industry is going to retire in the next five years. You know, the average age I think now is fifty-seven. That's average. So you start looking at how that looks, and look. We are in an industry, a profession that you, there's no retirement date, right, which is great. And f- quite frankly, our core philosophy in Magellan Network and my personal work is, you know, never retire. You know, let's just not do it. But if you want to, we understand. So, again, great time to be. And then we add the other piece now of the great resignations, right, the resignation society. So people are changing jobs. They're starting gig jobs. So, again, access to 401K plans, rollers. So there's just a lot of liquidity out there, so it's a great time to be an advisor. That was the first thing. Second thing, you know, there is just not enough talent. And when I say talent, I mean from junior advisor, servicing advisor, staff, you know, my clients, and we talked a lot about this in both sessions, it's a real challenge to find talent. Now, we're talking about talent, we're not talking about, not talking about bodies. So let me be very clear on that. We're talking about talent whether it's experienced talent or just good baseline that we could train, uh, there's not a lot of young people coming into our industry, and it's one of the, uh, one of the challenges, and, and look, we can talk technology all day long. You still need somebody to sit in front of people. You still need somebody to connect. Nobody's gonna connect with a robot, or maybe in a couple hundred years, who knows, right? Uh, but for right now, man, we need human beings, and there's just not a lot of them, all right? Uh, I partner with, with a firm that I use, a recruiting firm, they're rock stars. And uh, I probably have, right now, 15 search, I have no idea, quite frankly, I just refer people to them. And a couple things. Number one, it's taking a lot longer to find talent. So do not sit there and say to yourself, you know, know, just in time talent hiring, just in time, is not, does not work, it is dead. Um, It is not uncommon to have a 90 to 180 day search for proper time. I've got clients that are searching now for almost twelve months. Okay, so if you find somebody, what's next? They're they're definitely going to cost you more on your P and L than you're anticipating. The other piece is, and I've seen this in the last twelve months, literally explode. From uh, you know a sales assistant, administrative assistant, junior advisor, a servicing advisor, uh, salary requirements are going up, up, up. Okay, it's just a reality. You now, You can debate it, you can be mad at it, but it's reality, okay? Because again, there's a shortage of talent. So why do I tell you guys this? And this is not meant to scare anybody, but I made this comment in the room. I saw some people like get white in the face a little bit. If you have rockstar caliber people on your team, don't kid yourself and don't think that they're not being recruited every day, that they're not getting hit up on their LinkedIn their personal email, even their cell phone potentially, that they are having recruiters and firm. I have clients that do it. We poach talent. And I'm just going to be flat out saying that. There's a rock star that we know, at a, we'll, we'll use the word loosely competitor. And hey, we'll go get, you know, and we know we'll just, if we have to pay, we pay and we'll go get the person, right? That is starting to happen in the industry. Now, the other reason why I tell you this is you got to treat your people well. And well does not mean, I, oh, I pay my people well, but I'm a, real, I'm a real ass, no, no, no. It's about culture, compensation, communication, collaboration, you get that? So it's not a singular component. Culture, you know, in our industry it used to be, you know, you know, called the broker days, right? You know, c- culture really didn't matter, because everybody made a lot of money and, and you, either, you either swam with the sharks or you got eaten by the sharks. No, it was a very binary game, right? You either survived or you didn't. And I, when I mean that, I'm not just talking about in the advisor seat, I'm talking about in the sales assistance seat, staff, and so on, right? So if you have rockstar people, make sure I'm just, this is reality. You're leading effectively, you're communicating effectively, you're collaborating, you, they understand culture because you have a culture, okay? Super important. So that's the, the pe- that's the people side of things, right? Like I said, great to be in the business, wonderful time to be. HR, staffing, in fact, a lot of my, my, my clients right now, our biggest impediment to growth is talent. Not opportunities, not situations, just we need people to, to run relationships for us and it's challenging. Next piece. So that came out. So, so here's something that I'm going I'm to open. This is maybe i may be opening up a can of worms here, but I'm always going to give you guys what I believe to be the truth. So, in in my uh, elite group, we had this conversation because uh, somebody asked, you know, the future the future of the business, which we know we all know can take a lot of different twists and turns. So, you know, it's a, always a very interesting conversation, especially when you go to dinner, and you have some drinks, and then it gets to be a really interesting conversation. And Look, let's kind of look at kind of our evolution as an industry for a second, okay? Um, you know, this industry, the word broker was what? The buying and selling of, of, of stocks or investment vehicle, instruments, right? That's broker, buy, sell, make money, commission. Pretty simple. Then we went to more advisory. So now we're gonna become financial advisors, right? So now, we, now we, we, we get paid for our advice and we do fee base and we're not getting paid commissions anymore and so on, fine. Then the next evolution comes. Well, now we're gonna become financial planners. And so I remember this uh, in the early 2000s where, the, where every major firm was shoving their brokers into CFP programs. Now, whether or not you know, they uphold the code of ethics and things like that, that's all, we're not gonna talk about that here. But there's a rush to get the CFP designation. And what's fascinating is a lot of advisors have that designation, but they don't practice it. Well, I'm a certified financial planner. How many plans do you do a year? Well, I haven't done one in two years. Okay, it's like, okay, you know, I've got the designation, but I'm not doing anything with it. So so we've gone from broker, to advisor, to planner. And that's kind of where we are now, that advisor planner space. So what do we look like in 10 years? So that's always my big thing, right, you know, and, and not that I'm trying to give myself kudos or anything like that, but you can go back and look at some of the stuff I pushed out, you know, 10, 15 years ago. You know, a lot of what I talked about was gonna happen happened or is happening, okay? So here's the next piece. So what are we gonna look like? And, and I made the comment to the guy, I said, look, your world's gonna look like mine. A lot like mine. A lot more than you think it's gonna look like. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is basically that, uh, you know, the next evolution, all right? So we go from broker to advisor to planner. What's next? It's gonna be coach leader. Now, what does that look like? Well, this is where it gets interesting. So if you think about it, the broker needs what? Money. If you're doing advising, you need what? Assets. If you're doing financial planning, you need money, right? you got someone's got, you know, hopefully, uh, and let me sidebar this real quick. It is an absolute terrible idea to give away financial planning. It's one of the, I see it all the time, and I can give, and maybe I'll do an episode on, on why it's a terrible idea, and maybe I'll hopefully I'll convert some of you people. It's an, all you're, what you're doing is diminishing yourself, uh, sidebar, second sidebar. So one of our clients does, uh, uh, seminars, right? Retiree rollover seminars, if you will. And uh and he made a mention when we, when he laid out his process in front of the room, you know, he's got you know, I give away like risk a lot, like, like like and I and I said, Well that's the offer in the seminar. I said, It's terrible. Because what you're doing is you're giving away your intellectual property, your intellectual capital, and then in essence that's our value today, right? And so it's an it's excuse my language, it's an ass backward process where I'm gonna give you all this stuff for free, you're gonna like me a lot, and then you're gonna give me your money. Hmm, all right? So here's the next evolution. So what does so the financial coaching leadership consulting look like? It's, it's, it's really more like retainer-based financial planning, where we worried about, think about this, we worried about the investment, now we worried about the plan, now we're gonna start worrying about the people. The next evolution. And I've got clients that practice, so this is not. Tight. So let me be very clear, on this. Everything I'm going to talk about now is not a hypothetical. It's not uh, just what Joe thinks. I have clients that are doing this as we, as you watch or listen to this today. You know, I've got a client um, who deals with nothing, uh, not just business owners, but in a very unique niche. And I'm going to keep it confidential because um, it's such a great niche. His model, his offer to uh, to this niche, and these are all uh, independent independent business owners, if you will. Yeah, you know, we do an AUM fee. You know, but it, it, it's it's a it's a lower fee, uh, and it's all fee based. But our our thing is we charge between one and two thousand dollars a month for financial planning, coaching, and consulting. Now, so think about that. You know, eighteen. Let's call it twelve to twenty-four thousand dollars. Right now, why do we do that? Because everybody knows, but small business owners. What's the problem? They are they have assets, but no investments. They have cash flow but no ask, but no investable assets, right? The biggest asset is tied up in their business. So think about this if you're, like, let's say you're at a major firm. Well, we don't care which one it is. How are you gonna serve that client right now? How do you go ahead and forge a relationship? Are you gonna suck up some cheap, you know, a couple of 529 plans? Do you even have a mechanism to charge ongoing fees? And if you do, what percentage does the mothership take, right? So let's say my client, let's say uh, there's an independent business owner and two advisors get referred to that one. One's my guy. The other one's at a, a, an FA from a major firm. Again, it doesn't matter what's on the business card. The, 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 the advisor at the major firm, while they may be a great advisor, is basically, you know, put in a bit of a box. Because yes, they can charge for a financial plan. But then what do you do after that? Right? So again nature of the industry. That's where we're going. I will say this, the dominant model going forward, and I'm here to declare this today, is going to be financial coaching and consulting. With each. So that's going to be the main thing. And so that's going to be the top. And then what's the umbrella? Financial planning, asset management, risk management, right? It's code for insurance, right? But that's going to be, but the top of the pyramid, the, the t- very top, is gonna be this collaborative, almost personal CFO type relationship with that person, okay? Where else does this fall into place? Well, let's take the retiree rollover market, right? So let's play there, okay? So let's say you, you know, that's your marketplace. So what's the typical model? Uh, I don't care what your marketing is, doesn't matter. You get in in front of somebody that's gonna retire or is thinking about retiring or is gonna retire in a year, three years, whatever. So what's a typical offer? Come either you come, you know, come, in, sit down, let's do, let's do a financial plan. Great, do that, hopefully you get paid for it. Um, Project's over, now what? Or you don't even do that, you just want the money, right? And so what's that gonna look like, fee-based, right? So here's the problem. If, if you can't do early distribution, you have to wait for that client. Now yeah, again, you can suck up some 529s and stuff like that and maybe get hired that way. So in other words, we can get, a, so like my clients who, who have this model, the, we crush the tra- the traditional model all the time. Why? Because we can get in front of it many years in advance, do the financial plan, be put on an annual retainer by the family to be the financial planner, coach, consultant, and they're never gonna go to a dinner seminar. They'll only talk to their CPA about who to talk to because they've hired their person years, if not decades in advance, and we front load it and we front run it, right? That becomes the dominant model. So. You know, think of like an old factory, new factory, right? So does that mean that the old factory disappears, you know, tomorrow? No, it does not. I'm just saying where I see the, you know, the old saying about Gretzky, right? Gretzky never skated to where the puck was. Gretzky always skates to where the puck's going. And where puck's going in our industry is gonna be financial coaching consulting fees. That'll be the top. Financial planning's deliverable inside of that. Asset management's deliverable inside of that. You can get paid for the asset management too. We're not telling you not to make money there. And then, uh, then whatever the protections, you know, uh, risk is on the insurance side. And the clients that I have that work that model, it's a powerful model because it gives you a lot of free, it gives you a lot of flexibility in how you want to structure client relationships. Um, and quite frankly, it's better for the client. And some of you can to say, "Well, how can how, how can paying for a financial plan better for the client?" I'm going to tell you how right now. So let's just take a situation. Again, I don't care what the situation is. Whether you're doing seminars, you're doing smart asset, you're doing COI referrals, I don't care what you're doing. You get a non-client in front of you and they have an interest in hiring you. And let's just say they have a million dollars, right? It's a million dollar portfolio. So here's the way, and I want you to think about it. Take, Take your industry hat off for a second and just let's think in common sense terms, okay? I've got, a, and this is all the money they have. I've got a million dollars. This is my 401k. A million dollars is my largest retirement asset. And let's say, I don't care how they meet you. So let's say you get referred to them. You're going to do, let's just say you do a one hour consult, then you have them come back in and you have them go ahead and do, you know, then you do the plan. Right? So let's, say, let's just say, you know, you, you don't charge for the plan. You're doing a typical thing. Hey, I'll, I'll, hey we'll do a game plan for your plan. Get Gets questions answered. Come back in. Here's the findings. Right? And then, hey, we'd love to get hired or whatever the offer is. Right? I want you to think about this. How well do they know you? How many hours have they spent with you and your team? In most cases, I mean, if you're lucky it's probably four hours, maybe some cases six, but very really, you know, probably four is about right. Between inter-conversation, you know, all the other stuff. I know you for less than a day, and you want me to trust you with all my money, my million dollars. Hmm, that's interesting. Let me think about it. I'll get back to you. We don't know if we wanna make any changes yet. Hey, we're talking to some other people, right? Isn't that what a lot of times we hear? Here's the secondary scenario. Same, same thing, hey, you know what, let's get to know each other, let's do a planning project, the investment in that planning project, pick a number, nobody's gonna retire on these things, right? 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, pick a number, right? I want you to hear this. In that prospect's mind, they just hired you. In the first scenario, where are you hired? Only if you, give them the, only if you get the money. Here, you're hired for a project. I'll pick a number, 5,000. Which is an easier decision for some human being to make? A $5,000 decision or a million-dollar decision? Next piece. If they're not willing to pay you for a plan, what in the world makes you think they're going to pay you at all? Like somehow you have this black box mousetrap that's so dominant or so superior to your competitors that, man, I'm just going to blow them away with what we do. It's rare. So I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. It's just rare. So the other big piece we talked about. So this is just some things I want to share with you all inside of the conversation. And look, there's a lot of things, you know, we we spent, I mean, I spent four full days plus plus sidebar conversations. I'm not going to, you know, take up a lot of time on this episode and and give you some more, more nuggets. But these are kind of the main things that really, really came out of it. And we had some other cool things happen. Uh, A couple of my personal clients hit some miles, you know, so so I don't know if you look, take this the way you want to. It was really one of the coolest things I've done in a long time. Um, So one of my elite members, you know, all my elite members are are personal clients. And uh, so this, this advisor I've been with now for maybe about four years, maybe five now, and uh, he hit a personal economic milestone. And so we finished up our seminar, uh, our mastermind. And uh, we're literally, if you've ever been in downtown Winter Park, it's very cool. So we're sitting in one of the cafes, right? And, and we're definitely not drinking coffee. It's afternoon, right? And, um, and he goes to me, he goes, you got some, you got some time, right? You got, you got some few minutes? I said, yeah, man, what's up? He goes, and we had this conversation about, you know, I was the goals and rewards. So he said to me, hey, I, last year I hit my goal I've had for 10 years. And I knew what it was, and uh, he said, "But and he said, but I, what I didn't tell you was I had a I had a reward associated to." It. I said, "What was the reward?" He goes, "I always wanted a Rolex. That's a great." And just real sidebar, real quick, I own one, really nice one. Uh, some of my clients do, but nobody needs a Rolex to tell time. I mean, I mean, if you're, you know, this tells time, right? Your phone. So, 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 Rolexes or, or any high-end watch is never a, a need. It's an absolute want, and there's nothing wrong with wanting. I think that's, that's a whole nother subject. So he says, look, I know there's a couple of watch brokers here in downtown. You wanna take a walk? I said, look, hey man, if you're gonna buy one. He goes, he goes, no, I know he said, I want you there when I get it. Cause you helped me get it. And I thought that makes me feel really cool. Like, you know, I, I always tend to discount my, you know, kind of my effect on, on my clients and what we push and stuff like that. So, so for me to kind of walk, watch him spend, you know, $15,000 on a watch, and he smiled while he was doing it. Uh, was really, really cool, and he thanked me. We took a picture, we hugged it out, and, and it really, really gave me a sense of, you know, not that, and look, he's very charitable, so let me be very clear on this. He's just a wonderful human being, does a lot of other stuff, this is just an absolute reward. And I, and I really thought about that. I said, you know, and hopefully the same thing will you, I hope that you get to experience something similar when you work with your clients you know, when they retire, when they hit a retirement milestone, they achieve a financial goal, that you get to share that moment with them. It's actually more emotionally rewarding than just making the money. That was a beautiful thing, okay? So I just want to kind of end our conversation with that. Uh, it was a beautiful experience in Winter Park. Uh, we're off to Denver in the fall, which is going to be really cool. And uh, I hope some of these elements of the conversation from the, you know, HR, you know, talent aspects, and look real quick. Take care and nurture and lead your people. If they walk, and I'll tell you right now, I've warned all my clients this, hey, I can take, and I know who's who in those offices. I can get any one of your players right now, any of your team members, it's like, not a threat, but just a, a you know reality. I said, look, oh, you got a real good ops person? You know, I can get that person hired today for 20% more money. Like right now, cause I got four clients looking for an ops person and I know they'd hire this person in a heartbeat, right? And I don't do that to scare my clients or to put, you know, I'm just making them hyper aware that in the marketplace we're in today, don't sit there and lull yourself while they've been with me 10 years or five, it doesn't matter. Situations change all the time, okay? So that's our conversation for today. Hey, come check out MagellanNetwork.net. Like I said, if you've been following me for any length of time, listening to me, watching me for any length of time, I'm, I'm all about contribution. So this is my way to contribute back. There's no, again, there's no no, no funny business there. So MagellanNetwork.net, there's probably about 40 or 60 hours of master classes and forms and tools and cool things. All yours. Just go get them. And, uh, again, I appreciate you. And thank you again for watching or listening uh, to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Excuse me. Like the episode. Share it with your friends. Subscribe. Do all of the cool things that we know we can do here uh, in social media land. And I look forward to seeing you all again in our next episode. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.